Exit 52 podcast instant analysis presented by Jimmy Seafood after a 24-20 win for the New York Giants over the Baltimore Ravens. Quite frankly, Banks, an absolute debacle as the Ravens blow a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter. Once again, blowing a double-digit lead. Uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, some fatal errors down the stretch. Nine penalties for the Ravens in this game. Just kind of a slop fest. And once again, this team cannot figure out how to finish games when they have the lead. A team that could be 6-0 and seemingly is 3-3. Three and three. Um, RDT and Banks along with me here. Banks, your, your initial thoughts on a disappointing day at MetLife Stadium. Disappointing. Frustrating. Um, just another game that's just right there in our grasp, in our complete control, and we just can't close it out. Um, this one was a little different just because there was sloppiness just all over the place. The penalties. I can't remember the last time penalties have really like been as frustrating or as much of an issue as they were today. I mean, just constantly putting our guys behind the sticks. Um, and then obviously the penalties down the stretch there are absolute killers. I mean, the game was ice on multiple occasions. I think I, I want to get on a soapbox here and complain about the Marcus Peters interception call. It was a bad call. I mean, it was Slayton, right? If I'm remembering right, was it Slayton? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's got his hand all up in Peter's breastplate and vice versa. It's just jostling. And Slayton turns outside and Jones throws the ball inside right to Peters. It's a terrible, terrible throw. It's a terrible football play by the Giants. And they get completely bailed out by a bad call. But the game shouldn't have even gotten to that. There were so many drives that we had that we were moving the football well. And we would get to their 45 or their 40. We'd cross over into their territory, and we just stalled out completely. Like, Kenny and Drake breaking that one for the touchdown in the first half was like, oh, like, that came out of nowhere. But it was not the norm for the day because they were constantly moving the football well, and then they just completely, like, lost their way when they got into their territory. And then they were moving the football again on the ground, like, there in the second half, and they had, you know, Finally, Lamar gets a clean QB sneak. Like he's maybe the worst QB sneaker I've ever seen in the NFL, and he finally gets one that looks clean, looks good, and we've got an illegal formation on just simple football shit. And there's a lot of people that are complaining or, or, or throwing blame at the coaches, and that's one way to look at it for sure when it comes to discipline and those types of things, but these are simple football things. These are the things you learn in football at a young age, and these are professional football players. You have to know to line up on the line of scrimmage. Um, I forget who it was that was on the, the edge there outside that may have made Ronnie Stanley um, out of position there. Like It's just simple stuff. It's like stuff that – like you go over and practice and the coaches, they do their jobs in terms of putting you in places and lining up in the right place is not on a coach. I mean, that's a player issue. Like you have to do your job and know where to be. So that's just another frustrating thing. Like we did what we needed to do to get ourselves, you know, near midfield with the clock running low and control the game. And we, we, we just threw it away. And then of course the bad snap, like, these bad snaps in the Lamar era, like, they're just too much of a pattern. We've changed a lot of centers. I don't know how bad that snap actually was. I mean, it was high for sure, but Lamar's, like, looking, already trying to read downfield before he gets the ball. Um, 
little too much of a trend there where it's like you got to think that Lamar has at least a hand in this where he's just trying to make too much happen and he's just trying to do something before he even has the football in his hands. And, of course, him chasing that ball down and trying to throw a ball downfield to what? a safety valve in Patrick Ricard. Like, don't get me wrong. We all love Patrick Ricard and the things he does. But, like, let me let me roll out 20 yards behind the line of scrimmage and try to throw a prayer up to Patrick Ricard. It's just one of the worst decisions he's made as a professional quarterback. And it sucks that it came at the time that it did and it paid – and, I mean, just worse timing. It just uh, – it sucks. And he's he's been pretty good, I, th- I think, about protecting the football. Um, and he, they just finally got one up when it came to that strip sack, when they had the final drive going. It just sucks. It sucks. They, they just – the Giants didn't play all that good of a football game, but they just didn't make mistakes. They didn't shoot themselves in the foot, and we did. So I can't sit here and say that we deserve to win the football game. We did. We simply did. Um, and it's frustrating that we're three and three. We're better than that. I think everybody knows we're better than that. There's a part of me that's saying like, better to lose these games now than later in these frustrating fashions. So they're like, you try to spin zone it and you say, Hey, there's a lot to improve on a lot to clean up, but it's just frustrating for now because we could be far and away running away with this division. And even today it looked like the saints had the Bengals, um, you know, their, their foot on their throats and they just didn't finish the job and we didn't finish our job. And next thing you know, it's, Hey, we're just right back at three and three with them. So it sucks. It just sucks. It sucks. I mean, I think your words were, were pretty accurate, frustrating, like disappointing. It never seemed like, I don't want to say it was like a, not a trap game. It's not going to be a trap game against a four and one, but it was like, they didn't seem everyone except for Drake didn't seem to come out with like the fire. Andrews, obviously too. Andrews brings it every week, but no one else was had the juice. Like it was just kind of like, they were just kind of going through the motions. Like you said, the silly 12 men on the field. Um, they're not lining up correctly. Stuff like that. It's just, I mean, that's a killer. And again, you see it like, like you said, the, I don't think the Giants played well at all. Like Daniel Jones, 19 for 27, 173 yards and two touchdowns. Okay, sure. Barkley, 22 carries, 83 yards and a touchdown. Like that wasn't, you know, it's nothing special. Um, especially, I mean, when you look at the Ravens' rushing numbers, they rushed the ball 24 times for 211 yards. They averaged 8.8 yards a carry. That's, that's I mean, that's, that's, that's how really the hard to lose football games, games with 200 yards on the ground. Yeah. And, we, and I think we, I think in the, the, Two plus year history of this podcast. I think we have our first Taylor muted mic uh, mistake. I think so. He just tried to chime in and he's muted. No, I was I was addressing um, our studio audience here uh, about the status of what you guys were saying. Um, <laughs> had it muted on purpose for that reason. No, I th- I think that what you guys. Uh, Big shout out for the for the boys here in front of me. Big shout out as Patrick Mahomes threw a horrible pick in the end zone for the Chiefs. Um, no, I think what you guys said was pretty spot on. I think ultimately this goes back to, I, I don't know if this team has like a, <laughs> a lot of it factor in terms of being able to like go into a place and finish a game or even doing it at home. I mean, I, I, it week after week, it's the same exact issue. They do enough to get ahead. Um, and then as you said, RDT, it's not like this giants offense was humming and, you go up 20 to 10 and you have the ability to finish the game defensively. You don't do it. You give up, you know, whatever a 10 play 75, whatever, you know, 60, whatever the, the drive was. 
You give that up, so now you're up three. Um, and then you have the chance to ice the game again. You commit a stupid penalty to get out of third and one when you're, you know, at that point, the, the clock's running, you get another first down. And then your franchise quarterback makes an atrocious play, like just an absolutely, you know, boneheaded mistake to throw that ball. At that point, go down, punt. Okay, you get a chance to once again finish the game on defense or give up a field goal or force a field goal and go to overtime. That's pretty much at worst what's going to happen if you punt right there. If At that point, though, you, you, you've you given the Giants the game. And Lamar was just not good at the end of this game. He just wasn't good enough. Like, just was not good enough in, in any facet. And and as you said, RDT, or excuse me, Banks at the beginning, penalties was a huge, huge issue. You Nine penalties, you can't do that. I mean, as you said, it's hard to lose a game when you – you know, outgained them 406 to 238. You rushed for 211 yards on the ground. You pretty much, so you're dominating in pretty much every offensive category, but the Giants just played, just made more winning plays at the end of the game than the Ravens did. And the Ravens just cannot get out of their own way at the end of games. In the third and fourth quarter, they can't figure out a way to just, you know, finish off games. Uh, It's a really disappointing loss. Um, And, the Giants just looked like a team that, as you said, RDT, were just a little more inspired than the Ravens were this entire game. The Ravens looked like they were going through the motions to get to 20 to 10. The Giants looked like they were fighting the entire time, and that ultimately paid off. Um, and they're five and one of the Ravens are three and three, even though I don't think by any metric you would watch that game and think that the Giants are a better team talent wise. Um, the, the, the two guys that stood out were obviously Kenyon Drake, good for him. We gave him a ton of stick three weeks ago and said that he was bad. He showed a ton of burst today. And Mark Andrews is the only guy on the Ravens that can catch the ball right now. I mean, there's just no really other options. Duvernay has been, been pretty consistently good throughout the year. Uh, but today this was Mark Andrews was all the Ravens had um, in the passing game. And they don't have enough talent on the outside to go very far right now, no matter what Lamar Jackson does or doesn't do. The loss is looming. Yeah. It's the baby looming I mean, so large right now. The offense has changed completely when he's not in. It looks night and day. It's 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 not surprising when you take out a guy who's as talented a Bateman, but it's like again, the 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 people clamoring for hey, we need wide receivers, you know, in the offseason. That's I mean, this is where it comes down to that. It's like you can't line up what's his name, Marcus Williams. Or no, it's a safety. Uh who's the other guy? Demarcus Robinson and then um and Duvernay and be like you know, hey, we're going to beat you with these guys. I don't think teams are afraid of that. No, not at all. And, like, it's just – it's frustrating because we – even though we've made all these mistakes, like, the just the effectiveness on the ground should be more than enough to win this game. And we said it this week heading into this game. Like, the Giants, what they like to do is they like to muddy it up. They like to stick around. They like to hang in top. And they like to just try to steal a game out from under your feet. Right at the end, it's exactly what they did in London week last one week. one against the Titans. Exactly what happened today. They just We just didn't put them away, and I thought that we had when Andrews caught the touchdown to go up 20-10, to 10, and that's the worst time for us to just play cover two and let them have their way down the field. And really, their only long-sustained touchdown drive of the day because we gave them a short field with a long kick return early in the first half, and then we gave them short fields with the Lamar interception and the Lamar strip sack. Like, they really did not have any strong, effective drives other than the one where they responded to the Andrews touchdown. So, I mean, that's just resolve on their part. And I don't know what to call it. It's just soft on our part, I guess. Like, 
it's just it's frustrating too when like we're we're making all these narratives and 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 everyone is about how this this you know the result today and if we just have a one play or, or another play go one way or another we're talking about how the defense stood up in the round and Marcus Peters got a big time interception just the narrative is completely different if the referee decides to keep the flag in the pocket if not if we just line up in position like we talk about how the offense closed out a great game and we just it's just not how it goes it's just the NFL is extremely polarizing in that manner and just we just seem to keep coming up on the wrong end of those things it's frustrating and not that it's it's not funny, but the saying is like this. These are the games last year where it's like they kept pulling them out at the end, pulling them. They pulled every game out at the end, and it's like, man, how do they keep doing this? And obviously, like the law of averages, it's like now this year it seems like again all those games are going against them. These are the games that they were winning last year, where it's like you know, a little Lamar does something, goes down, and and you know, again, I mean, in the ideal world, Tucker hits that fifty-six yarder, which is usually, I mean, that's that's usually his money. You know, he hits that, and then Lamar drives the, the Ravens down. They get a field goal at the end of the game, and it's like, oh, you know, they pulled another one out. Let's, you know, we're on to next week. But this week, I mean, again, it's just like – and everyone kind of had that feeling like – I think I saw a couple of people like, oh, the, Tucker's missing kicks. We're going to lose this game. Like, that's kind of, you know, that was the mindset going in. Um, but also, I mean, I'm looking at the total plays. Ravens at 58 for 406. The Giants at 62 for 238. The Ravens averaged seven yards a play, 8.8 yards per carry, and lost and gave up 238 yards defensively. That's like hard to do. What, what, Mm -hmm. what, when that happens is when you make really bad mistakes and you're not mentally. How do you even define this defense's performance? I mean, overall, you look at it and say, like, they played a pretty solid game, Uh, granted, against not a great offense, but like 238 yards. Hmm, pretty good. And then you look at the result where they were lucky not to have had 31 points given up because Saquon Barkley slides at the one-yard line. Like, you look at it that way, and it's like, oh, well, they were miserable today. So it's just tough. It's tough to, to really put it's, – it's tough to really like, even judge where this team is at. And at the end of the day, this team's at three and three. So that's what that's what we got. Outside outside of the, the drive to make it 20-17 to 17 that the Giants came down and scored after the Ravens – extended the lead to 10. Both of the two touchdowns were on short fields. Obviously after the um after the Lamar interception and then after the Tucker kick. Those are the two times the Giants were able to get touchdowns other than, you know, the long drive when they needed it. And that was a heck of a drive by Daniel Jones. You have to give Brian Dable's awesome. I, he his energy on the sideline, they just clearly play through his, you know, energy and 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 ha- there's just a totally different vibe to that team. Um, and the Ravens look tight a lot of the time. They they really do. They they don't look relaxed, um, especially down the stretch in a lot of these games. They just look very very tight, um, and they're not really epitomized. They, they like to do like the play like a Raven thing. They don't really epitomize any of those things right now, at least in tough spots. Um, obviously, we're able to pull a close one out last week, but they're not doing that type of stuff um, at this point um, enough to to be in a position where they and and especially. What's worse about it is you have the ability to kind of take control of this division, and the Ravens just refuse to. Um, it's very frustrating to watch uh, week in and week out. Um, the Ravens just can't put together a normal game. Like they're just going to play consistently non-normal games, and 
It's not really a fun. It's not really a fun team to watch at all right now. Even last week, like that game wasn't fun at all. That was just like you just you just have like a a Hall of Fame kicker, so it's like everyone's excited afterwards. But you know, that game that game was not exciting for most of it. And the Ravens, Ravens are one for three in the red zone. There's a couple times they got to the red zone and didn't finish drives. You finish those drives, the game's over. Like you've got to force Daniel Jones to like beat you multiple times. The Ravens didn't do that. They just gave him life. I mean, this team, it's, it's very clearly like, and we've seen this in the years past, they can beat and they play. They can absolutely beat anyone. And then they can also lose to anyone. Like that's, you know, they play up and then they play down. Um, and this stat, Jonah Schaefer, obviously we've heard these, the first two before. The Ravens trailed for 14 seconds in week two, zero seconds in week four, 103 seconds in week six. And they lost all the games. So... Again, I mean, right. the, the defense closing them out, and right. you know, they they just they, they just they can't finish. They can they they can't seem to figure that out. And again, today was the head scratching one. It's like you do it against Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Like, okay, they're two electric playmakers. Whatever. Same thing. You you lose against Josh Allen in a last second field goal. Sure, you know, I I think it, it's not unheard of. And then it's but today is just like the Giants, like. 14 points in the fourth. And then again, they're two, didn't their two uh, turnovers come on their last two possessions too? The Ravens? Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's, I mean, two, and like, like you said, two awful plays. And yeah, Lamar I mean, Lamar, really, we didn't even really talk about the year. last fumble. I mean, the fumble, he's so loose with the football there. It, it's a great it, like, play by, by, by Thibodeau. It's a great, but, yeah, it's a great play. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, awful, I mean, it's a, the, the Giants defense is very good. Lamar. It's just an, I mean, Lamar is just holding the ball out. I think I could have slapped away from him at that point. It's like, yeah. Tough. It's bad plays. All right. Get yeah. me out of this podcast, Taylor. <laughs> yeah. As Banks walks here. Banks walks around Fells. But where are you going next? You want to give somebody a free ad? Max's. Oh, there it is. All right. Ravens back in action next week. Home versus the Browns, one o'clock. Huge game. Gotta win that game. Um, get back on track. Uh, we'll be back this week for the normal um run of the mill X52 podcast a weekly show. Um, RDT Banks, thanks for jumping on. That's the Instant Analysis X52 podcast presented. Oh, and thanks to our live studio audience, Alex, Dave, and Mike. There you go. There you go. Shout out to them. That's the Instant Analysis X52 podcast presented by Jimmy Seafood. <laughs>